Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Welcome to episode 27 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the Four Eyed Radio Network. It's now time to catch them all with your host. I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Baby Grimer. And I'm Doug, also known as Icky Booley, and I'm Team Curstraw. To find out what those are, keep listening. <laughs> to listen to this show, you can find us on the fourrideradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace. Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guide, Pod Directory, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player.fm, and Google Play Music. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. We are back with an action-packed episode today, and because there's so much going on, we are joined by two very special guests. Um, one of them got this awesome nickname back at Power Morphicon two years, but I think it applies to both of them. They're both YouTube sensations sweeping the nation. <laughs> <laughs> First up, we have Ranger Liz. What and up? Up next, and I do apologize. I, I've been watching all your videos trying to make sure I pronounce your name right. Hassan? Perfect, perfect. Yes, What's up? awesome. I, I may have watched like your video like in repeat like every like five seconds just to make sure i had it right <laughs> we were saying earlier just call me bob it's cool yeah yeah i wrote it in the notes and everything kyle what the heck <laughs> oh yeah with us is ranger liz and bob. bob not the other bob on twitter that's an anime redneck not that guy this bob oh true i guess that's a little confusing huh yeah, i guess we'll bob. stick with hassan <laughs> all right fine uh like i said we got a lot of news to cover but you know what first we want to know more about our guests. Yeah. We want to know your Pokemon origin stories. So how'd you get into it? Sort of what was your journey? And like, what's your, uh, what's your favorite stuff about, you know, Pokemon? Because uh, we don't necessarily know. Uh, sure. So I think, you know, it, it's hard to remember what your first ever video game truly was, I think. But... <laughs> If it wasn't my first ever video game, it was probably my second one. Because I think the Game Boy Color was my first system that I got. And I got Frogger and Pokemon Blue either at the same time or right around the same time. So basically, one of my first ever video games. Um, and yeah, so I've been you know a fan of Pokemon from the start. I started collecting the cards and watching the show. I was like all in on Pokemon um over the years uh, you know my watching with the show has kind of gone down the cards as well but the cards have recently come back in my life and and collecting those so that's been a lot of fun um but i've still been playing uh most of the video games at least and uh and enjoying it so yeah pokemon has definitely been a a big part of of my life for sure that's awesome uh for me it was out old i i had a game boy and pokemon red came out the i'm 31 uh yeah it, it came out when i was in school and everybody started talking about it and even though i didn't have any friends that were girls that were playing it 
I had to have it. And yeah, I just played red over and over and over. And, you know, I watched the anime. I had some of the cards as I get older, just completely fell out of it. But growing up and being more like, hey, I can watch whatever the crap I want. Uh, <laughs> isn't it kind of one of the best part about when you get older is when you just say, I don't I don't care what other people right? think. I'm yes. going to start wearing Pokemon stuff again. <laughs> so that kind of happened with me. And uh, I, f- I fell way back into it when Pokemon Go came out. Absolutely mm-hmm. love it. That's the big thing for me. Um, but I, I play a lot of the other side games, actually, like Pokemon Shuffle, Pokemon Go, um, Pokemon Pie Cross is another good one. Yes. Uh, that's, so me, it actually isn't even so much about the core games anymore. It's I like watching the anime with my daughter. She loves looking at them. She loves going out and catching them. And like her room, her, her, her nursery is Pikachu themed. And so it's kind of more of a a brand theme of like, let's go on an adventure as opposed to maybe like the actual handheld gaming aspect of it. Yeah. No, that's awesome. No, I think one of the greatest things about like growing up with it is we can very easily say like, you know, who cares? And then if people are like, you're still into that, you can just be like, I grew up with it. Like, forget you. (laughs) You know? Um, and also, as silly as it sounds to say, like, now at, you know, 29 or whatever, to, to like, 9 and 10-year-old me, like, the coolest girls in class were the girls that played Pokemon. Because <laughs> there weren't uh, many of them. You know what I mean? So, like, those were I the coolest. What? No, you, you were playing Pokemon, right? No, no, so that's you, true, I guess. You would have been You would have been one of the girls that I thought was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we still do super cool. Yeah, of course. Oh, <laughs> um, also, because uh, I'm sure at some point something will get exclaimed, uh, we forgot to mention that like all four of us are also Power Rangers fans, and all four of us are Hyperforce fans. Yes. And right now, as we record <laughs> this, because all four of us are Thumper fam, um, Zach and Malika are getting married and they're streaming it. So who knows what will happen. At some point, we might exclaim together, about how pretty someone looks, but congratulations to Zach and Malika. <laughs> well, right yes, now what's happening to is the stream died. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, from the four of us to to all of you guys. So anyway, back to Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, like I said, we got a lot of news to cover. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go with uh, a little bit more uh, not so popular news, but still kind of cool news. Um, it's kind of already happened. It's Pokemon Go news. Yeah. Um, June sixteenth will be the next community day with Larvitar. Purple Belly. Yes. And uh it'll know the move SmackDown, which is the first quick move a community day Pokemon will be able to learn. So I'm I'm not somebody who knows a whole lot about like the technical side of things, but I feel like I was reading somewhere that uh a Tyranitar with SmackDown will be like the most viable like yep rock competitor in the game yep. mm-hmm. so that's interesting i i don't know a whole lot about that but that's a yeah. thing everyone it's gonna make my five golems obsolete it, oh no <laughs> yeah depending how many tyranitar you can get with it you is it i read somewhere it was like even uh like five percent or less iv tyranitar with the new quick move mm-hmm. and uh it will still be more powerful than like the most powerful uh golem with the best move set. Yeah. So oh. just just pineapple berry everything, guys. Just Tyranitar <laughs> Army. Yes. So 
Is the, is that like a really small odds that it'll end up with that move because it's so powerful? <laughs> no. no? Oh, dang. Yep. Whoa! Any, <laughs> any Pupitar that gets evolved into a Tyranitar during Community Day will know SmackDown. Oh, wow. Okay. So what you're saying is clear out your schedules for that day because <laughs> yes, between, you need that Tyranitar. Between 2 to 5, June 16th, it's a Saturday. Just go out and catch a bunch of Larvitars if you can. And <laughs> if you have already quite a few, save up that candy. Um, don't evolve just yet. Hang on to it. I made the mistake of evolving mine sh- like a day before they made the announcement. Um, yeah. So... But I hatched a Larvitar, so I'm getting oh. back up into the candy. Perfect. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Right now, going on, we got the Ad- Adventure Week, which is more like a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, how long is that going for? <laughs> um, I think it ends Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Not that I'm mad about it, because it yeah. means walking <laughs> is, is more valuable. But Yes. Uh, so, nice. tons of fossil Pokemon. Um, Has I anybody gotten a shiny one? I have not. I have not. Uh, no. Bummer. I've not gotten any shiny in... Pokemon. What's up? I haven't gotten any shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Dude, Community Day. Get on it. Yeah. The only ones I have are from Community Day. Same. Same. That shiny yeah. Charizard, though, is life. Uh, I didn't I get one. Like a, <laughs> I have like a very bad percentile uh, shiny Charizard. It was the only one I got. <laughs> but it counts. It does. It does. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so all the Kanto Pokemon or all the Kanto fossils can now be shiny. So shiny Kabuto, Kabutops, Ammonite, Amistar, Aerodactyl. And then uh, we got a ton of Lilips and Anorus. So hopefully you've gotten your Armadals and Cradillies. If not, uh, go out and catch I, them. I, I don't know about you guys, but I had never even seen a Lilip. Just for my biome, <laughs> I had never seen a lily before, and the first one, I was, oh my god, I ran to it, and then I was just glad that I definitely have enough to evolve one. How crazy yeah. is that? I had never seen one before I hadn't, this stupid event. I hadn't either, and so when I opened up my um, like radar or whatever, it was just like all of them were lily shadows, like every <laughs> single one. It's like, well, I guess I know what I'm catching today. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I gotta get out and kind of go around and 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 do more. The problem is, it's uh, I I have to like actually like go somewhere. There's not really too much in my right immediate area for catching, and so I just have to go out and spend the time and do it. But yeah, definitely take a two-hour drive and come visit me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pokemon Go adventure. Yeah. Right. Um, we can go I'm to spoiled. Beach. The park next to me has, uh, I, I live next to a park that has uh, about 40 stops and seven gyms that Dang. I can walk to. And yeah, nice. I'm still only, uh, due to lovely Midwest weather, I'm still only like a fourth of the way through level 34. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I'm only at level 31, so. <laughs> You're crushing it, Liz. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. Aww, I'm the only nice. player here. Yes, you are. <laughs> it's okay. But I believe that uh, Matt from Hyper is Team Instinct. I think I learned that the other day. Yeah, so you're in good company. Watching, if we're watching live streams, then yeah, they're technically here. So Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, this just happened. Uh, 
during what we're going to talk about soon, but it's part of Pokemon Go, so I'll just mention it now. We now have Alolan Executor. <laughs> yes! Yes. My favorite thing about Alolan Executor is, one, trying to explain it to people who only ever played the first generation <laughs> and are now playing Pokemon Go. Yes. And then, two, the fact that I'm so used to seeing Alolan Executor now, having played Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon, that regular one looks weird to me. So I show it to people and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks so weird. Like, it just looks wrong. And I'm like, really? This one looks so right. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but I'm so excited. It's the funniest thing. The meme lives on. It's too tall for the screen. It's wonderful. Did anyone freak out when it first attacked you? Yes. yes. <laughs> like, it attack- when it goes for its attack, like, all of a sudden, like, its head just comes straight down. And I'm just like, what the heck? Yeah, it, like, headbutts you with all the force of a catapult. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> but it's, I'm, saw I'm not a excited. Video, I saw a video of someone, like, in front of their phone, and the Alolan executor went like this, and then they had, like, almost like, I think some lettuce or something, like, <laughs> threw in their face, almost like it was, like, smashing them. It was hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> it was so good. Um, I am excited by this a lot because I am hoping that they will continue these. I'm pretty sure that's their intent, right? I don't remember if they specifically said or not, but... I think um, the others are coming. Yeah, there should be. I think it would be. Yeah, and I, I think this is going to be exciting for that those that group of players I was talking about. I have a lot of friends who are familiar with the original Pokemon because they grew up with it, but they don't yeah. know much after that. And um, I know I saw a little bit of commentary about, like, you know, some frustration around releasing... Um, Alolan forms instead of another generation or whatever, and I totally get that. Um, but I promise you, as somebody who only plays this game with people who only know the like original 150, they're stoked. Like they're excited because they they see a Vulpix that they recognize, but it's different, you know. And so that's exciting for for that. And I think it's going to get some of them back into the game, which is what we need. So um, this is a good good yes. good thing. Yes, it is. The community days I feel have been awesome. I've been. I've seen more people be like, well, I don't really play a lot anymore, but around community days, they, you know, they're like, well, I can get that one Pokemon I was needing, or maybe they never had it for good Charizard or something. And I, mm-hmm. I think they're definitely taking steps with all of these events and community days. Try to bring some more people back. Yeah, the community community days give the vibe of, like, the early weeks of Pokemon Go. Like, I'm finally running... Like, on community days, I run into groups of people playing. Um, so, that's... It's, it's sort of what's been missing in the in-between. So, yeah, they're figuring their stuff out. Longevity is good. Right. Uh, let's see. That's it with Pokemon Go news, but there is a little bit of Pokemon card news uh, that just came out today. I did a little bit of research. The next pack of cards is Celestial Storm. Releases August 3rd. And it's going to have more of a focus on the Hoenn Pokemon. Cute. I like that. I bought some cards Sweet. the other day. You'd be so proud of me, Kyle. <laughs> I am proud of you. I, uh, because I was, I was grocery shopping, and I got a box of Pokemon gummies that come with three cards in them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this will be fun. But three cards isn't that many. So I got a whole booster pack <laughs> <laughs> of the newest, uh, is it Forbidden Light? Yes, of whatever yeah. the newest one is. So yeah. um, I did get uh, some cards the other day. Nothing super exciting, but I thought Kyle will be so happy that I'll have something something new to talk about on the podcast that I did. <laughs> awesome. Because <laughs> yeah. um, when I was doing the research on this and I saw that it had a focus on home Pokemon, I was like, oh, 
So I did a little bit of I, I did more research. I went like backtracked. I was like, oh, Forbidden Light had a focus on Kalos Pokemon, mm. and the one before that had a focus on Sinnoh Pokemon. And I'm just like, huh. <laughs> the one I'm waiting for is the focus on Johto Pokemon because I think that's where because we had seen someone post that they're gonna bring back some of the uh, Neo uh, cards. Yeah, from Johto. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. So I think that's what they'll probably do for that, but that's just me speculating. So. <laughs> right. I assume we're going to get, I think, because I don't think they've done one, if I remember correctly, in Kanto as well, which obviously is perfect timing then for the, you know, the Let's Go games and stuff later. So I assume okay. that'll be coming at some point um, oh, at the sure. end of the year or something. But uh, but yeah, it's been so much fun collecting the cards lately. So I'm definitely going to get some of the Celestial Storm um, packs as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more booster box openings. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Doug, we should do one of those. We haven't done one in a while. Yeah, let's do it. Hopefully, my should do one doesn't... like on the podcast or something, and like compare and see who gets the better cards. Make it like a little <laughs> challenge or something. We, we did one very, very early on in like the life of our podcast, mm-hmm. um, and um, I think like it pooped out at the end. So we did live stream it, but I don't think we ever released the audio because it just sort of like fizzled at the end or something. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. What. So it's like that, one of our lost episodes. Yeah. That and, you know, I mean, doing a podcast of uh, the bo- opening packs and whatnot, I mean, you don't really get to see the cards. That's kind of the best part is like right. you get to see the artwork and see what's out there. Be like, Ooh, I got a ratatata. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll probably do it again just cause it's fun for us. Oh yeah, <laughs> but we got to figure out the video aspect of it. Yes. <laughs> oh hey, look, there's two people here who do videos. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do the video. We'll do the audio, and we're good to go. Perfect. Well, somehow. Okay, so wait, out. is this going to be like a dub though? Like, is one of you? <laughs> am I going to have to write down what I say so you guys can dub me in my reactions? <laughs> Why not? That's not what I was thinking, but absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so good. All right, we're on it, everybody. Get ready. What's happening? It's going to be so great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so back into some game news. Uh, This just happened two days ago, and it is possibly the greatest thing that's ever happened. Oh my gosh, we have so much good game news. So much. So first up, two days ago, like we just woke up and it was here. Someone released the gold beta from 1997 of Pokemon. I mean, two years before Gold and Silver actually came out. And some uh, right now I can tell you, the people who released uh, and data mined the whole thing, they're working on an English version. Ah! I've heard that they're working on English version. It's going to take them about a month or so to do it. But as soon as that's released, I'm playing it. I don't care. Oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind. But along with it were some Pokemon designs that we've never seen before. There was two that we have seen before. Uh, Actually, three or four. Um, The Fire and Water starters we had originally seen from a while back. But some people were, you know, never convinced that they were actually real. And now we know that they were real and they're amazing. <laughs> there are more amazing ones, but sure. Yes. But you're still cool. I mean, water, it is cool. 
looking at the water starters that were originally meant for Johto, you can kind of get like a little Poplio vibe mm-hmm. on them, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, basically, like what I saw that like that morning was just like what I initially thought was like a a sprite, you know, big sprite display or whatever. Which I wasn't sure why that was happening, and then I just kept looking at it and I was like, "Wait a second, mm-hmm. something's different about this." And then looked at what it actually was, and I like couldn't stop staring at it. Yeah. Um, it was right around like where I realized, you know, Chikorita and all them were there. I was like, "Wait a second, what is then Bayleaf spot?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I kept going, and I was like, "Wait a second, that is not a Toto dial at all." <laughs> yeah, oh, my so I, I freaked out. I I want that little fire. It's like a fire Pikachu or something with fire starter, <laughs> and it, I just want to cuddle it. Yeah, oh, yeah. there's so many good ones. There's there so it's interesting because it's like these types of things, whenever you have like, you know, alternate designs, that kind of thing, like in general, I'm kind of in the in the opinion of like, I don't want to get too much into it because then like I might get disappointed at things that never happened. But this was <laughs> yes. just too cool that I just was like so fascinated by it. I was just like, wow, like what if, you know, like or some of these, and some of these designs, let's, let's be fair, I'm glad never happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, like, some of them are... Really super weird and like almost terrifying um, yeah, but right. it's fascinating to look at them it is yeah it's so interesting um so along also along with this like we also had ba- other baby forms like i never even thought would ever even exist so many baby forms yes <laughs> we had a baby form for vulpix grimer doduo paris ponyta meowth growlithe goldeen tangela and girafferig Oh my gosh. And what's wild about this is the baby forms we do have, there's sort of like two categories, right? It's like cute things that got smaller and cuter, and then like Magmar and Electabuzz for some reason. And this is like, <laughs> <laughs> these ones, um, like, oh, I love them. Don't get me wrong. Like, Liz gave me a look. I love those, I love those lines so much. Um, but, um, but these, there's, like, no theme to them. It's literally just, like, here's a bunch of Pokemon you know, and here's their baby form. Like, mm-hmm. Ponyta. Like, <laughs> why does Ponyta have a baby form? It's cute. I like it. But I don't understand. <laughs> or Grimer, for that matter. It's just, like, a well, drop. It of just looks like a little around. ditto, kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's super cute. It has, like, one little tooth. <laughs> um, one thing that didn't make sense oh, yeah. the Doduo do baby goes from like three heads then evolves into doduo with two heads and then goes back to dodrio with three heads like how did you uh plan to explain where that third head went it does yeah that really does give you even more questions about where where did the head come from instead it just hides i guess well what's interesting about a lot of these and i think we'll probably talk about a few more of them uh at least is you can see where some of the design inspiration for other things came from or like you can tell that they had a concept they'd been wanting to do and and gen 2 they just hadn't figured it out yet right so baby doe duo looks like a bunch of birds in a nest and like the concept is cool but it didn't make sense in an evolutionary line so then later when you get um, I can't remember what the the, the pre-evolution to the vulture thing is. Oh, Volby. Thank you. Yeah, but it's like in a in an egg, and it sort of looks like it's you know mm-hmm. surrounded by down and, and and a nest and whatnot. And I don't know if those those things are connected even remotely, but you can see that there are these design concepts that they wanted to do that pop up later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Along with 
uh, baby forms. We also had evolutions for Pokemon, like an <laughs> evolution for Ditto, which apparently Why? would only still no transform. It wouldn't know anything else, just no transform. You but it would be a steel type, I believe. Yes, because you would have uh, to trade like it with a metal coat. <laughs> Yes, that looks like it's in constant agony. <laughs> yes. Let's see. We have uh, evolution form for quillfish, which I mm-hmm. thought was actually pretty cool, and I think quillfish deserves an evolution. I think it kind of morphed into Whizcash. That's what it looks like yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, we had an evolution for pincer, which kind of more looks like a <laughs> mega evolution for Heracross. But I opinion. want it. It looks so cool. One of the coolest things to come out of this is people doing fan art. Mm-hmm. Um, to sort of like oh, flesh wow. out the sprites and I've been retweeting yes. so much of it because I love it and I saw one of the fan art um, pieces for Pincer's Evolution and it just looks so cool mm-hmm. it looks so cool and I just want it so bad <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a second evolution for Weeping Bell where if you give it a poison stone <laughs> it evolves into this thing so many questions <laughs> yeah. so cool um we have an evolution for Tangela, but it, obviously it's Tanga Growth, uh, which end up getting used later on in Gen 4, which is still kind of cool. Yeah, this one might be one of the most, um, like, Hassan was talking about, you know, of, like, typically avoiding stuff like this because you see something and you're, like, you get, like, disappointed that you're not going to get it. This is one of them. Tangela's evolution, I'm, like, disappointed that we probably won't ever get it because I love this design. This, to me, is, like a perfectly cohesive design that would have fit in really, really well alongside Magmar's now three-stage, um, mm-hmm. you know, evolution and Electabuzz's three-stage evolution. This fits right there. And I'm so sad that we don't get it because it's pre-evolution is adorable. It's mm-hmm. evolution is such a cool design. Um, oh, I love it so much. I'm geeking. I'm geeking. <laughs> um, and this next one for me is one I really wish we could have gotten um, it's actually one of two that I wish we could have gotten. The first mm-hmm. one is Shelder's evolution into the shell that Slowpoke or Slowbro and Slowking use. It would make so much sense! Yeah, that yes. was... Um, and then Farfetch'd was going to have an evolution, which someone pointed out that the way that the sprite looks with its wing being so large, it kind of almost looks like Lugia's wing. So I think Farfetch's design, Farfetch's evolution design, got turned into Lugia. Well, and it's not just the the wing design. Mm-hmm. Farfetch'd evolution, I can see why they scrapped it because it definitely sort of has this strange dominatrix vibe to it. Um, but it, it it also it does. I think its, it's English name translates to like Madam or something. Um, and it, that's definitely why some of these were scrapped, as they were a little like on the edge. But um, Farfetch'd Evolution also has, like, a masquerade mask on it, mm-hmm. and Lugia's eyes are surrounded by, you know, what looks like a broken masquerade mask. So I could see where they decided to maybe take some of those concepts and apply it somewhere else. There you go, folks. Farfetch'd used to evolve into Lugia. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also had designs for Pokemon that we got eventually later on, like Leafeon, Licky Licky, Mime Jr., and Tangagrowth. Yes. Is. Now, one of the Pokemon that uh, never even got to see the day of light, well, maybe, is the shark with an anchor at, as a tail. That is possibly my favorite thing that I wish we got. Yes. Yeah. Although some people are saying they just took the anchor off, the anchor turned into the 
ghost Pokemon from Sun and Moon, and then the shark just turned into Sharpedo. <laughs> well, and that's that's sort of where the like design concept thing comes in, right? Like, it, mm-hmm. I I would be so fascinated to see the proverbial whiteboard that just has like all the ideas, right? Because you know, at some point, someone was like, "We should do a giraffe Pokemon." And maybe they didn't figure it out right away. And then it ends up being giraffe rig, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. it's cool to cool to see these concepts um, appear appear throughout. It also makes you wonder why some Pokemon even exist. Because, like, right. why does Ducklet exist if we had, <laughs> you know, this concept that hadn't been used yet? <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, I, I would love to sit in one of those, like, meetings or whatever where they, like, finalize the things. Like, Alright, this one's being scrapped, but this one's going forward. Like, just <laughs> to see how they truly decide sometimes, because it's very interesting. Well, yeah. and you know that... Oh, go ahead, Liz. Oh, no, I'd like to see the... When you are talking about the whiteboard, to see what <laughs> some of them who draw the Pokemon, what do their doodles look like? Oh, what? Yeah. How crazy are the things that they just draw on a scrap piece of paper, like while they're on, you know, the phone with their insurance agent or something? Like, what <laughs> crazy <laughs> things are in their life? Because if these are the ones that got enough approval, how about <laughs> the ones that we've never seen? Yes, yeah. yes, because like, these ones got far enough to be in the beta, but ultimately cut for reasons you can tell, right? Like, we haven't gotten yeah. to Remoraid yet, but Remoraid now makes sense. Yes, like. It makes, and I'm I'm shocked that this never came up before because once you see it, you can't unsee it. But Remoraid used to be a revolver. He was a gun-shaped fish that evolved a into gun. a yeah, of course, sure. Um, yeah. That, <laughs> that um, evolved into a tank-shaped octopus. It makes perfect sense. Um, but you can see why, like eh, maybe we shouldn't have a gun Pokemon. And then my favorite that I mentioned at the top of the show is a little voodoo doll with like a straw voodoo doll with like a pin through its body. And like, Mm -hmm. you can see why maybe they weren't ready to release that concept. Um, But Liz, like you nailed it. Like those are the ones that ended up in the beta. Like what didn't even end up in the beta? (laughs) Like some of them must've been weird. (laughs) I mean, eventually we got an ice cream Pokemon. So (laughs) don't you dare. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that like, from the beta to the final game, so many of the designs were drastically changed. So, like, how do they go through those processes, too, to kind of then go back and, and modify some of these designs even further? And it's so interesting to see where where we are now to where it where it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, even some, like, subtle changes. Like, Hoot Hoot has a different feather pattern, like different um, patterns, but ultimately looks the same. You know, they just sort of right. changed a couple designs. That he doesn't have the zigzag thumbs back. Yeah, the Noctowl, though. Oh, my gosh. That, a sweet design. that thing looks sharp. Like, literally sharp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Liz and, Liz and Hassan, what were some of your favorite designs um, that didn't see the light of day, eventually, like, ultimately? Are there the, any good the, Well, the little fire... Uh, I don't know what the, what its name would have been, but the fire starter. It looks like this, like a mixture between a Pikachu and a chipmunk, except it's on fire, and I love it. I think it's adorable. And then it, when it, it kind of reminds me almost of like Growlithe, like Growlithe Arcanine, mm-hmm. like with the fire back. And so I guess it kind of makes sense why, like they just had you know Ponytown, Rapidash, and Growlithe and whatever. Maybe they didn't yeah. want to go onto another fire back, but. Mm-hmm. I would love to cuddle that thing <laughs> so much. That's just, well, and that, and the little electric one who, to me, it looks like 
maybe they came back to it with maybe like Toga Tomorrow mm-hmm. or mm. even like the Dene or something. But the little the other little mouse electric one, yep. I have to think for the Pokemon almost. I just want to snuggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, that, that electric one almost, it's funny because, you know, every generation or almost every generation has had its version of Pikachu, not necessarily in mascot form, but in, you know, electric rodent type thing. And they all have the same similar, you know, similar vibe. It's interesting to see that they were going to do an electric rodent that didn't look like a Pikachu and decided like, no, let's just stick with what's cute. <laughs> uh, but I like that one too. Somebody, somebody I showed it to called it an electric hamster. <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean there's there's so many designs that are really interesting but i, I think i i do really like that shark with the anchor um i think that's probably one that uh that sticks out for me but uh yeah some of these i just i i do like just kind of the the little differences in some of the ones that we've gotten compared to what we have now um like the hair across uh um evolution like some of those mm-hmm do you guys so this is this is what i'm curious about did you so i i tweeted out and i i i have been thinking about it ever since like i was really hype on these and really just like high from looking at them all day um and i was like i really want pokemon to lean into this this leak and just like embrace this leak and then maybe decide like you know what let's let's revisit some of these ideas and make them official um but i realized that i i bet not everybody thinks that. So I'm curious to think what I'm curious to know what you would think if some of these ended up after this leak being utilized as official designs. Well, for me, I I have this crazy fan theory thing that this wasn't like an accidental leak. I think (laughs) Pokemon actually did release this just underneath like, you know, some random name or whatever. And just get like the idea of like, from the fans be like, okay, what do you guys like? Cause this is going to be the one Pokemon we're going to release for gen eight early. Man, if that's mm-hmm. the case, I feel like it would have to be the shark anchor one, right? <laughs> <laughs> that or one of the babies. True. Like I could yeah. see a baby Meowth. Oh, that's oh. probably a big, how big did I not mention too. that one before <laughs> I need baby Meowth in my life? Yeah, that one has, that one raises so many questions cause it has the little coins, but they're like floating. Like, mm-hmm. was Meowth psychic at one point? It looked like it was dreaming of money. Oh, okay. That's like, it was sleeping, so it was dreaming of money. I don't know. No, I, kinda did, I took Can it they... as a psychic way also. Sorry. Yeah. Huh. No, you're good. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. I was say, could they do almost like, not Alolan versions, but whatever versions and just have alternate forms of all the Pokemon and just release <laughs> it like that? You know, I, I don't know what they would call it, but... Ever since they did Alolan forms or debuted Alolan forms, like I'm all for forms. I'm I'm fine. With, I like Alolan regional forms better than mm-hmm. I like Pokemon that just change forms for seemingly no reason. So I'm all for it. If they do more of that, I'm I'm down. Or alternate evolutions, like revisit the weird Weepin' Bell thing. We got Bell Awesome, so mm-hmm. let's let's <laughs> let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And a few other things that came from it, like uh, Umbreon was supposed to be a poison type. And Espeon wasn't purple. No, it was supposed <laughs> to be gold. Uh, more into the data mine, Misty and Giovanni were supposed to be Elite Four members. Dang. Um, which I can see why they scrapped the Misty idea, just because like you got Misty in the anime and you don't want to confuse people too much. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Did you guys see any of the maps um, from I've the, the league? 
the uh, the geography. <laughs> well, yeah, they shrunk Kanto because the, I guess in the beta, I don't know if this is just the intent or if it's just for the sake of the beta. I think like Kanto wasn't a full region, but I do wonder because a lot of the um, the gosh, what do I even call it? Landscape or whatever looks very, very different than it does in the Jota we actually got. The Jota we got uses all the same sort of modeling for the most part as Kanto does. And I was reading something um, where somebody was saying like, man, the original Jota looks so cool. It's a bummer that the game was so massive that they had to take some of these distinct concepts away. Um, like they have different looking trees, they have different looking rocks, they have different looking things. But when you when you recreate Kanto and then add that to the game, it sounds like maybe they didn't have enough space to to keep things as distinct. But I don't know how any of that works. So I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see them revisit or at least have another region that's sort of inspired by some of the you know from that version of uh, Johto or something. Yeah, really there cool were these see. like pyramid things did you guys see that there was this Mm -hmm. one area that had some sort of cave but it was four pyramids right next to each other Um, and i thought that was really neat Mm. but yeah this is so so cool people are freaking out about it the the art coming out of it is so good everybody's talking about how this is like one of the greatest things like Mm -hmm. to ever happen to pokemon fans just because like we've always wondered and we've gotten little bits and pieces and and um Oh, this is just so massive. And it happens so after the fact that it's not bothersome, you know, like it doesn't right. feel doesn't feel like gross or dirty that somebody did this because this is 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so fascinating. <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention, someone did post a screenshot from the demo and it looks like one of the puzzles for like the unknown wasn't like just like a slide of tiles around and make an actual puzzle. It was a pick cross puzzle. Oh, huh. that's cute. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, now going into stuff that does exist. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that we thought was going to be the biggest news. It still is big news, but. Yes. Um, stuff that Doug wasn't too sure about last episode. Yeah. Well, I I, uh, I know I was really worried about how people would react. I, I was worried people were going to think I was being negative, but it was more just like. Well, we don't know what we're expecting, so exactly. it's hard for me to be excited. Yeah. Now I'm pumped! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the first game I haven't played yet, so Doug, I'm going to let you take this one. Sure. Since you've actually uh, been playing it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we got a press release, press conference, game conference, whatever you want to call it, um, a few days ago. And they announced two games that are developed and ready to go, one of which was released that day immediately, and that one's Pokemon Quest. Um, it's currently available on the Nintendo Switch eShop for, for free. Um, there are elements of it that you can pay for, but you don't need to pay for anything if you don't want to. Um, and it will be available on mobile devices uh, later. It is very, very, very much a game built for a mobile experience that they just so happen to also release on the Switch. So that is really important to know going in, I think, because I think if you're expecting sort of a typical eShop or typical indie type game, you'll be disappointed. Um, There are time-based elements to it. So there are things that you can only do a certain number of times over the course of, you know, three hours, and then you have to wait for it to sort of build back up. Okay. That's sort of the biggest indicator. So it is... It is sort of slow going, but basically what this game is, um, it's, it's very um, like aesthetically driven. Um, 
the moment you look at it, you realize like this is different. Everything is cube shaped. Um, so all the Pokemon have like cube based designs. All the environments are cube based. Um, and the reason it's called Pokemon quest is because you have a team of three Pokemon and you go out to, um, like one of these little cube based environments and you battle wild Pokemon in a few waves. Um, and then you come back to your home base. So, um, you send out your Pokemon to do some tasks and then you, you come back. Um, I don't really know like what to compare it to. I'm not sure that I've played anything that's quite the same. Um, one thing that's been pointed out is that if you want, you can put the battle system on automatic, um, which is really bizarre because you don't really have to play it at all if you don't want to. Um, it kind of turns into more of a strategy-based game than an active uh, fighting game, but I'm enjoying it. I don't have the automatic battle on. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, and you can collect what appears to be all 150 Pokemon um, I don't know how much time or money that would cost, <laughs> um, but I know you can do it. Um, and I, I, I haven't heard that anything's sort of like limited um, or not released yet. So um, I think it's fun. It's cute. It's a game that you can kind of play for half an hour or an hour at a time and then put it away to do something else. Um, I think it'll probably get a lot more play once it's on mobile, for sure. Nice. Right. Has anybody else yeah. played it? Yeah. I um I downloaded it and started to play it. I didn't play much, um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those games. It very much is a mobile game, as mm-hmm. as you said, Doug. So it's it's um, I I like the the interesting aesthetic that they went for the whole cube design. I think it's it that's you know a little quirky. It's interesting. It's kind of fun seeing the original Pokemon and these you know weird shapes and stuff and kind of how they look in the cubes. Um, but the gameplay is very simple. Um, I think at least in the beginning part, and maybe this is just the tutorial though, the automatic thing was like turned on uh, by default or something at first. Mm. And so um, I was kind of taken aback by that too. Like what, why would they do that? It's so simple. But I, then I got me thinking of this is really designed for mobile. And you think of it like maybe one handed, you know, gameplay, you're just holding your phone. So your Pokemon are attacking and maybe with your thumb, you're just like selecting, um, different attacks or something, but otherwise, you know, it, yeah. it kind of allows for that one-handed mobile gameplay on smartphones or something. But uh, on the Switch, it does feel a little odd in that sense. Um, <laughs> I had yeah. never touched my Switch screen so much, and I was like, do I have to touch it so much? And you kind of do, um, if you want to do it in, in the, like at the speed it's meant for. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. I, I think yeah. maybe it's meant to be compared to... And I haven't played these games, so if, if I, any of you have, you'll have to correct me if I'm, I'm misinterpreting. But it feels like maybe it's meant to be the type of game where you set up troops, and like the game is strategizing your troops, not necessarily battling with them. So like you can collect these stones as you battle, and you can collect new Pokemon and level them up. And so you you like build your team of three. But it's a little weird because it's only three, and Pokemon players are so used to choosing everything that happens in a battle as opposed to like leaving it alone and letting it play out. So I don't know. I've never played any of those like clash of clans or, or even like walking dead type games where I think, you know, you set it and forget it, (laughs) (laughs) but you can definitely do that with this game if you wanted to. (laughs) I have not played it yet. So I have no, I have, I mean, I've played like, I don't know, clash of clans or something to that extent for a few months, Mm -hmm. but I, yeah, 
I was going to download it on the Switch, and then it was dead, and then I couldn't find the power brick yesterday. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll find it eventually. Life, you know, yeah. life got in the way. <laughs> I think this game is is very much meant for, you know, it's meant for a mobile experience. But I think what we're seeing with Pokemon in general right now is a a shift to the original 150, not in a destructive way, I don't think, but in a way that is meant to target folks our age who grew up with Pokemon who have since left, right? So Pokemon Go did that so ridiculously successfully Mm -hmm. that I think Pokemon is realizing, okay, like we're not going to forget what we've been doing, but maybe there is some appeal here if we can do something familiar. It's kind of similar, I think, to um, what Power Rangers has done, where they're using old MMPR elements to introduce new fans. And gradually, over time, Kyle Higgins, the writer, has been able to incorporate newer generations. I think Pokemon is doing that. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, you know, you want to be able to, you know, I mean, you're always trying to grow your audience, but what about the audience that used to play that left and bring them back? That's one way to grow it. And you, you get the, uh, the, the win from the fans because you're, you're, you know, catering to what they grew up with. Um, but, uh, you know, there's always that balance too, of like, some people are kind of starting to get sick of gen one and stuff, which I mean, to me, it's like, if this isn't your thing, then it, then pass on it. You don't have to necessarily, you know, everything is not meant for everyone. Um, but I think it is very smart in what they're doing. Um, where they can, you know, grab from the originals and use that to bring people into the series and, and you know, capture their attention going forward. Well, okay, cool. Speaking of, I mean, for me, it's passing on to the next generation already. Gen 1, to me, is like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. And I can, it, it reminds me of being a child. And then now it makes me, you know, want to be in Pokemon more and enjoying it and then just, passing that on to like hey now my daughter's gonna grow up with not only gen one you know it's not just me like hey hey, it's only gen one but with all these other new things she's being introduced to pokemon of all generations and that's just i mean five years from now i mean maybe she'll be into you know my little pony or something but if she sticks with it it's like wow they already have another fan growing up for life Mm -hmm. and Hopefully, Power Rangers will see the same. You know, they went back to MMPR so much. Maybe we'll see a resurgence <laughs> of Power Ranger fans too. Yeah, because you think about it this way too: is like you look at the fans that maybe played the original games and then left. If you want to bring them back into Pokemon, you don't do it by saying, "Hey, look at this new Pokemon game. There's 800 something Pokemon now." And they're like, "Whoa, okay, hold up." You'd be Every like, time hey, I tell these- someone. If there's 800 Pokemon, they just like total. You can see their eyes roll in the back of their head, like they they're right. done. It's like there's just no way. It's so daunting. But if you kind of be like, hey, there's these 150 that you remember. By the way, check out these other ones. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can hook them again, then that's when people start getting interested. So, like, I my my office mate, he played uh, Pokemon through Hoenn, and that's it. And if I can speak the first three generations of Pokemon to him and then also throw in some other stuff, like then he's paying attention, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's exactly, uh, exactly, exactly. It. It's just daunting. Nice. Well, this next game might just get those fans back in for sure. <laughs> yes. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. 
Yes. We're getting it. The yes. rumors are ready. And we know what the game is. This was everything we were talking about last episode. It was it was hard to to determine whether I was hype or not because we didn't know what it is and we now have clarity. So mm-hmm. much clarity and yes. I am hype. Yes. And a lot of questions got answered um after the conference cuz I know a lot of people were asking questions about stuff and mm-hmm. they got answered. So it's a reimagining of Pokemon Yellow. It will be available on the Switch November 16th, 2018, this year. Yeah! So that just means I only have a few months left to get a Switch. I believe in it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, up to two players can play, so my wife is super happy that she doesn't have to start her own save file. We can both play together. This is huge. Yes. Yeah. Like, I just want to like take a moment of celebration because this is huge. Of all the things we saw in the trailer, this might have been one of the things that I like squealed the most about. So cool. I don't think anybody was expecting that, because there are all sorts of rumors about the whole Pokemon Go thing, all that, but I mean, it makes perfect sense, because Pokemon Go is about bringing players together in a way, so how do you do that on a console? Well, you hand them a controller and let them join in. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, for so long, Pokemon has insisted on being an individual, like not an individual experience, right? But the game itself being an individual thing. Something people have asked for forever is like, can we please just get a Pokemon game with multiple save files? No, they never did it. They're never going to do it um, because they want you to buy both versions and they want you to interact with friends. They want you to have the game and your friend to have the game. But as Kyle raised um, on the last episode, a concern of like, we don't want to buy two Switches. Well, most people don't want to buy two Switches. So this is perfect. This is like the perfect solution. Yeah, because my big thing was like, well, if I have one game, she'll have to have another game. And, I mean, then one's got to be upstairs, one's going to be downstairs. Because, like, she doesn't want to just watch me play. She's going to want to play herself. <laughs> right. So right, and, and you don't want one person playing on the TV while the other person's sitting next to you playing on their Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I'd be the one playing on the Switch just because it's so close to the original style of a DS. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited. I'm gonna be the person who's playing it most as player one, but the fact that, <laughs> you know, if my husband wants to just play for a while, he could grab another controller and do it mm-hmm. or strap it onto my daughter's little hand and let her pretend to throw. <laughs> I mean when I saw like, you know, the kids throwing it and it's and I guess I it's just my other weird different point of view being someone who's raising a kid trying to be like hey like pokemon like power rangers i am i am so excited to be able to play this game with her because she knows who pikachu is she knows who rowlet is and whenever you know we can do this and she can see pikachu and pikachu is going to be following her like she is going to be so excited my husband and i watched the trailer i was like about in tears i am just so excited for this mm-hmm. game because i just... love pokemon go I love the fact that I'm going to be playing, be able to play this with other people in my family. It's this is making Pokemon for me. It's becoming way more of a family thing now, and that's Nintendo is letting it become that thing without everybody having to have their own device. If we can just play it on this one thing together as family, I'm super excited. You just like made me think of something I didn't even think of, which is my older brother has a six year old daughter who he's trying to like 
gauge video game interest in, you know, because she's had a leap pad for a long time and she really likes using that. And they got a Switch and he's trying to figure out what types of games exist on Switch that will appeal to her. And this is perfect because it's collecting cute things like she can play next to him. She doesn't have to be a primary player, which I think right now is still sort of a challenge for her. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I can't wait to tell him. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's just exciting for people of all walks of life all no kids five kids just in general i'm, mm-hmm. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got i'm just gonna make sounds. perfect the rest of our reactions will be presented solely in sound effects <laughs> <laughs> what uh, do so- huh? <laughs> One of the big rumors leading up to the Let's Go series was that you'd be catching Pokemon similar to Pokemon Go. And that looks to be the case. And Mm -hmm. I'm intrigued by it because it raises questions because apparently in this, uh, there will be trainer battles. So obviously you can level up your Pokemon that way. But it's like in Pokemon, when you start to run out of trainers to battle, you need to start and you need to train your Pokemon, how do you do that? You go battle strong Pokemon in the wild. So if you don't really gain experience points by battling Pokemon anymore, I don't know. Yeah, it definitely raises the question of grinding, right? Like yeah. you said, once you run out, outside of the games that allowed you to re-battle folks, of which there are very few, mm-hmm. um, once you ran out of trainers, you had to just grind if you wanted to keep going, and it doesn't appear you can do that, so I wonder if you can re-battle trainers in this one. Well, if they, Instead, if they bring back the verse seeker, that'd be great. Yes, I, they should have done that for every generation since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I think this decision has probably been one of the most controversial ones about the game from from you know longtime fans, where they're they're used to the the wild Pokemon and the, the grinding and that that part of it. Mm-hmm. But for me, I am absolutely in love with this decision because I, that's my like <laughs> least favorite part about the game. To be completely honest, I I don't like RPGs in general; they're just sure. too much for me. So the fact that I love Pokemon is kind of a contradiction there. So all the <laughs> RPG esque type things are the things that put me off from the game sometimes, mm-hmm. and why sometimes I don't always finish the games. So this is perfect because now you know it makes it more interactive. I'm throwing the Pokeball, trying to catch it and stuff. And I love the fact that you can see the wild Pokemon running around, mm-hmm. so I don't have to worry about, all right, let me spend an hour here trying to find that one rare Pokemon in this route, you know? <laughs> I can see the Pokemon right there. And it just looks amazing seeing them all running mm-hmm. around like you would in the wild. I mean, how yeah. how realistic is it for a giant creature to be hidden in a little bit of grass? I mean, yeah. now it makes more sense, you know? It's kind of cool. I know. I can't wait until we... Once we get this game and everybody's played this game and you can see the Pokemon, I wonder how many people are going to then be grumpy because they keep running into Zubat in the next core game. <laughs> like, like, remember when I didn't have to run into Zubat? That was nice. <laughs> um, but something you said, Hassan, uh, the Pokeball Plus is, was announced as well with it, where uh, you can... It can be used as a controller and for motion control capturing, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool because you basically hold a Pokeball in your hand and you don't really throw it, but you pretend to throw it. I, I can't trust that <laughs> enough. Don't break the TV, folks. Don't throw the Pokeball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make sure you have the wrist trap on. Yeah, yes. the thing's like 50 bucks too or something, so like you don't want to yeah. break that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and... <laughs> 
one of the cool things I really like is that you can also let you it lets you carry your Pokemon around in real life. Yeah, like the little Pokewalker, mm-hmm. sort of. From Heart <laughs> Soul Silver. Yeah. Now, I think it's probably only going to be for your Pikachu or your Eevee. Because oh. I would really like to just put a Magnemite in there and just start walking around with it. Yeah, I wonder. Because I guess in the trailer it did show Pikachu, right? And it made yeah. Pikachu noises. I wonder. Huh. I hope not, but I can see why. And then it can also connect to your Pokemon Go like a Go Plus device. Nice. I'm, so. That would be fun, just to be able to actually be like holding a Pokeball. But and, mm-hmm. and this may be something you want to mention later. But the battery life yeah. on it yeah. is is would probably be the main reason why I wouldn't use it as a Go Plus. Yeah. Not just that I play that long because I never really play Pokemon Go for like over an hour and a half. But if the one day I will forget to charge it and I'll have used it and it, man. I'm still going to buy it, though. Yeah, yeah there's only a three-hour <laughs> uh, battery life on it, which for 50 bucks seems a bit much to me. It's it's uh, it's pretty atrocious battery life, but Hassan, I feel like you're the perfect person to ask. How What's the average life on a Joy-Con generally? Uh, well, I, I might not be the perfect person to ask because I have like a million Joy-Cons, <laughs> so I'm always just swapping them out, you know? So uh, that, that's Chris. a tough question. But the uh, I guess the, the one other part of it, too, which I didn't initially think about, but it makes total sense because it's kind of like a Joy-Con replacement, is it does have a decent amount of technology in it with HD rumble and stuff, too. So mm-hmm. maybe that might be what's kind of causing the battery life to be a little less. But that's the thing that got me excited because initially I was like, okay, I don't know how many times I'm really going to go around and carry around a little Pikachu and the thing. And, you know, I'm at work and it's making sounds. I'm like, Shh, stop. This isn't going to be it, you know? But, like, <laughs> um, but the fact that it's HD Rumble and if I, we don't, I, I'm kind of leaning towards um, um, what was said earlier about how it might just be Pikachu or Eevee, but I really hope you can put any Pokemon because then yeah. using mm-hmm. HD Rumble, you'd really be able to feel the difference between the different Pokemon. And I think that would just be really cool. That would be super. That would be awesome. Imagine if there was a Snorlax in there. Uh, <laughs> it's like so heavy. Yeah. <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> Do not throw that one. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, another really cool aspect about this is you can transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Let's Go. Into something that I noticed because I, I rewatched the trailer a couple times into okay. something called Go Play Park, I think. Yes. So we haven't gotten, I don't think, clarification on specifically what purpose that transfer can serve. Um, I don't know yet. And this isn't to say you can't. We just don't know yet. Can you battle with those Pokemon you transfer in? Or do they just count towards your Pokedex? Mm. Um, Is there a limitation on what you can transfer back once you've done it? So of all the questions I have, those are probably the ones I would like to know the answers to most. Just because I'm the most curious about the functionality there but i'm very excited you can do it liz did you see something about how that worked uh at least and and i'm not sure if maybe i misheard you but the from what i've learned you can't transfer pokemon that you've put on your switch back to your go pokemon go so it's a one-way trip you can put them onto your switch but you can't once they're on your switch you can't put them back onto your phone which is just i'm not 
that is probably <laughs> the one thing that makes me go, I hate that. That to me gets me. I'm I'm still hyped as crap. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. the fact that it's like if I have this awesome Pokemon in Pokemon Go, and I want to battle or do something with it on the Switch, you can, but you will never get that Pokemon back on your phone from Pokemon Go, and then and then it's just stuck on my Switch instead of traveling around with me. And yeah, so that sucks. Yeah. I yeah, think I, I, so I read some details on on this whole thing. So basically, when you transfer it to the park, I think you have to re-catch the Pokemon um, in there to then keep in your game. Okay. And I think there was a theory that I read, which I don't know too much about the technical side of things, but it seemed to make sense to me, of the fact that in Pokemon Go, the stats that your Pokemon have are kind of limited compared to the full games. So when you put them in the park and you re-catch them, it's like you're kind of almost re-rolling for those stats and it's sort of building mm-hmm. the Pokemon in that game. So that's why you potentially might not be able to transfer it back because you now have this Pokemon that has all these, you know, extra yeah. stats and things needed for the mainline games that don't fit into Go, which It's like transferring up from Gen 1 into yeah, like core series games. Exactly, exactly. So I, I feel like that makes sense technically, but I, I am also kind of disappointed about that because then, like, I'm not going to be transferring a Legendary or anything that I have in Pokemon Go, if I only have one of them into the Let's Go, because I don't want to lose that, you know? So, that's right. kind of tricky. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the whole park thing, it's kind of like when you were uh, transferring from Gen 3 to Gen 4, you actually had to go back and recapture all those Pokemon again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like a totally foreign concept, but it's yeah. it's uh, still an interesting one. <laughs> If it's now, the only way they can make it work, then, like, by all means, you know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, like we were just talking about a little bit ago with uh, Quest, this will only have the original 151 Pokemon and mm-hmm. their Alolan forms. Oh, and their Alolan forms. Yes, Alolan yeah. forms are confirmed oh, for this. Nice. That's exciting. I don't know how I missed that. Yeah, so I that's... missed that, too. It's a good thing I got more than one Alolan Executor. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep, gotta get that dragon badge. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see, there will be trainer battles, which is still pretty cool. Um, oh, uh, both you and your Pikachu or your Eevee can be dressed up. Yes. Super <laughs> cute. When, when <laughs> that showed up on the video, and I'm showing it to my wife, she made a noise I've never heard before. <laughs> um, but it was a good noise. <laughs> The highest pitch of squeals. That was my uh, wife's favorite part, too. (laughs) The little sailor outfit. Yeah, I actually kind of enjoy that stuff. I don't remember what generation it was. I think it was black and white. But there was some of the side stuff that you did, like Pokemon contests and stuff. Like, I put a lot of hours into those. (laughs) (laughs) So little things like that, I think, are entertaining. And they feel to different people, so you can take it or leave it, you know? If... You get the Let's Go Pikachu. I hope that they give you the uh, Luchador costume from Omega oh, Ruby Sapphire. Oh my gosh, that would be so good. That'd be so good. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's considered to be part of Gen 7. Makes sense. So not Gen 8, despite mm-hmm. one little fact, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah! Um, and online battling and trading has been confirmed. Online battling and trading. Okay. That's good. I like that. I didn't yeah. necessarily expect that, but that's good. 
Didn't, did that come out, like, after? Because when it first got announced, I feel like people were really mad that that wasn't a thing. And then I heard it was, and I just, I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, I'm just crazy or something. Well, um, I could see it coming after because there were some reactions to the trailer from folks um, who were really upset that this wasn't a, like, core RPG, but were interpreting it as a core RPG. And they were, like, freaking out because they were like, these are core elements of the series. So I could see if, mm-hmm. if that were the case, this stuff came after. Is that what happened, Kyle? I think so. Okay. Yeah, because um, they, they released the full conference and the Q&A and everything online, and so they were kind of clarifying things through that. There were interviews and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they did call it, like, multiple times in the press conference. Like, I watched the video thing, a mainline title, essentially, which, you know, it makes sense, even though it is uh, pretty different. But they were... Um, you know, so it makes sense that they're going to keep those kinds of elements of the game. Mm-hmm. Now, just like in Pokemon Yellow, your Pikachu and your Eevee cannot evolve. <laughs> so what? listen, wait, wait, let's repeat that for everybody <laughs> yeah. who's worried about the sales of, of Let's Go Pikachu. Yes, you cannot Pikachu. evolve your Eevee. So everybody who's saying that no one's going to buy Let's Go Pikachu because it only evolves one way. Yeah, you're... Done. Over. The evolution <laughs> Pokemon cannot be evolved. <laughs> but that's one of the things I heard wow. is like, so, like, Let's Go Eevee is going to sell, like, a billion times more, right? Because you can evolve it a bunch of ways. No. <laughs> yes. Not true. And they have said that you can capture regular Pikachus and regular Eevees in the wild. Oh. Perfect. Yeah. So, it's not like in Pokemon Yellow where that was the only Pikachu you could have. And there's no other Pikachus in the wild. You can't even evolve it. So <laughs> it was almost impossible to get a Raichu. Yeah. Not not the case now. Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, so the big thing to go along with this is the fact that they're releasing one brand new, never-before-seen Pokemon along with this game. Which hasn't been announced, but I've seen a bajillion, like... Well, I've seen one rumor, and I don't know how rumory it is or how confirmed it is, um, but I've seen one thing, pretty much, as far um, as speculation goes. I've seen two so I don't things. know. Oh, okay. Should we do, like, a jump ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this discussion type disclaimer? I feel like it's going to go Do we want to talk about it at all? <laughs> I mean, speculation. Now, does it involve a past design Pokemon that never got to see the light of deck? Mm, I don't think so. Because one rumor was it was going to be Gorochu. Oh, no. That's not what I saw, but I definitely want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've like never gonna... talked about Gorochu on the, on the podcast. No, we did not. Think. You guys know Gorochu, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. This is Raichu's evolved form. <laughs> yeah. There's been so many things. How crazy is it that you guys hadn't mentioned it, that that means there's that much going on in the world of Pokemon right now? Yeah, I don't know how we've never mentioned it, but it would, I would be stoked if it were Gorochu. I don't think it will, because that would mean mm-hmm. a, a four-stage evolution, which we thus far don't have, unless Raichu somehow mega-evolves into that. But Well, don't forget we also uh, have an Alolan form for Raichu as well. So True. Or the Pikachu line. <laughs> that's true that's true but i mean uh basically from what i heard rumors were it's gonna be either like gorochu or another evolution mm-hmm. the second one is what i heard but i heard even more specifically than that okay well from what i've all i have to say is i don't think it's either of the two because you're kind of 
throwing off the balance of one game versus the other. Because right. let's say you do get the Gorichu, and the only way to get it is by evolving your Pikachu into it from Let's Go Pikachu. Or the Evolution, the only way to do it is by evolving your special Eevee. Well, now that now that I know that you can't evolve your mascot Pokemon, mm-hmm. I, I I don't think it's either one of them either. It wouldn't yeah. make any sense. Because that was my big question. When I thought it was an Evolution. I was like, well, that's really odd that they're going to add an evolution of one of the mascots. Yeah, but, right. You know. Not unless that's the only evolution your Eevee can do. Well, but, you know, <laughs> maybe. Maybe, but now I think it's probably neither one. I haven't heard any other rumors, though. I've been, I haven't really looked. Yeah, I mean, those are kinds of the similar things that I was hearing as well, but it also didn't make sense to me. Like you're saying, like, it's just, just favoring one version over the other is weird. Like, if they had come out and said, you know, that you might get multiple, or there might be a handful of new Pokemon in this game or something, you know, but they just said one never-before-seen yeah. Pokemon. So I was like, <laughs> okay, well, then I don't know. Or if they were really specific and were like, there will be two <laughs> brand new unrelated Pokemon. <laughs> Maybe this yeah. is going to be like Digimon and they're just going to fuse Pikachu and Eevee. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Jolteon is that? A very, very strange looking one. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'm excited to see what it is. I'm assuming it's, mm-hmm. you know, I would guess it's some sort of mythical yeah. Pokemon, you know, something like that. But. We will see. Yeah, the mythicals usually end up showing up a generation early. Um, Magirna mm-hmm. showed up in the movie for X and Y, or XYZ. So, it's anything's possible. I mean, even Lucario showed up early, so it could be something like Lucario or Zorak or something like that. Yeah. Maybe this new Pokemon will be in Smash Bros. or something like, like some of them. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. <laughs> That'd be one way to debut it at E3 with like a Smash Brothers trailer and then like an announcement of this is the new Pokemon mm-hmm. that's going to be in, in this game too or something. Would, that People would have heart attacks. <laughs> it's a new Jigglypuff. <laughs> it all makes sense with the Build-A-Bear thing. Yes. yes. Oh, that's the other thing. Uh, Build-A-Bear... Uh, now, we had talked about this last episode for like a brief second because it was still a rumor, but it got leaked that Jigglypuff was the new Build-A-Bear. Now, I had known about this since, I think, the Squirtle Build-A-Bear because I had talked to some of the employees there, and they had heard rumors. That obviously, they were skipping Bulbasaur, and then they were going to do Jigglypuff and Psyduck next. But obviously, they did Bulbasaur, which is pretty cool. And so now we're getting Jigglypuff, Build-A-Bear, which is... Amazing. Is it going to be hard for me to find a a build a a build a a build a Bulbasaur bear thing now? No. Do they? How long do they stay and run? I've still seen quite a few uh, like Volpixes and Meows and Charmanders and whatnot in my store. Cool. I mean, worst comes to worst, you can always get the online exclusive with the uh, hat and scarf. True. Uh, distraction moment. They're taking a big group picture right now on the stream, and it's super cute. <laughs> Yay, congrats, Zach and Malika. Yes! I tried to m- make sure there was a pause there, Kyle, if you wanted to delete that, but I just had to scream a little bit. No, you're fine. I'm leaving this stuff <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, again, the rumors are true, and Psyduck is the next Build-A-Bear, because I think that'd be amazing. 
That would be really funny. <laughs> um, I'd love to see a Snorlax build a bear. Yes. Okay, but is it going to be huge? It, I, no, I, it doesn't I need to be life size. Does not need to be life size. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how long it would take them to fill that up? That cost on that thing. Right? Walking out of the mall. <laughs> I can also see a Togepi build a bear. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, so, is that. And then the final thing from the conference. Don't worry, Doug. We had to wait for you on this one. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Uh, we have the announcement coming in 2019 of a core RPG game, which is similar to X and Y and Sun and Moon, which will be appealing to the competitive hardcore fan base. Calm down, everyone. Everyone, <laughs> calm down. Because yeah, that's basically what it was. That's, that's literally what that announcement the announcement. was. Because <laughs> they announced Let's Go Pikachu, and they must have just known that people would immediately be like, this is not my Pokemon! <laughs> so yeah, you're totally, totally exactly yeah. right, Hanson. Like, this was them saying, like, relax, relax. <laughs> we're still doing it. I so. Because I saw a lot of people, they were like, well, is this whole Pokemon Go catching implication going to be the new norm from now on? I don't like that. And I'm just like, no. This is basically, in my opinion, this is a side game. Kind of like uh, yeah, Gale of Darkness, Coliseum, stuff like that. But probably much better. Exactly, like Pokemon <laughs> Go. Yeah, it yeah. is interesting. Like, there's a lot of potential for it to be confusing because it looks a lot more like a Pokemon game than most spinoffs do. But, but yeah, sorry, Liz, I cut you off though. Oh no, I was just saying, yeah, like that's I, <laughs> I, I, I'm in complete agreement with you guys that they had to do it because my, I mean, I'm sure like you guys, as soon as you found out, you were on Twitter, you're online, and half of it was like, oh my god, this is gonna be great, and the other half were like, what the. And indefinitely, once I started seeing where the retweets of like, there's going to be a new one coming, they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, fine. (laughs) Fine. This is my Pokemon. Yeah, it's my my Pokemon. Let's go. Pokemon, let's go. Pikachu might as well just say to Liz from the Pokemon (laughs) company, happy birthday. Like, here you go. Yeah. So, you'll be getting Let's Go Pikachu? Yes. I will be getting Let's Go Pikachu and uh, and the thing. I've already talked to my husband about it. He just said whenever the collector's edition or whatever, if a big edition comes out of it, he's like, just order it, and, and that's fine. So I'll be – I'm sure I'll be hyping up on cam, uh, I don't know, whenever I get it because it's – if it sucks, I'm going to be so <laughs> – so I I can't imagine. Like it looks yeah. so put together, and it looks so like it, it, it looks to deliver so strongly the experience it wants to deliver that I don't think you should be worried. I think it'll yeah, be. Fine. But that's why if it sucks, it will be that much harder <laughs> to deal with because it looks it looks perfect, it looks amazing, it looks yeah. exactly what I want. And if it comes to the fact that it actually sucks, just. I don't know. This is going to be full of something <laughs> other than coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm up a Pokemon mug, by the way, for those we'll who can't here. see me. <laughs> yeah. The Let's Go Pokemon Support Group. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you guys? What game do you think you'll be getting? 
Well, I know I will be getting Let's Go Pikachu because I've gotten uh, both from you and from my college friend uh, that I used to play Pokemon with that you guys will be getting Let's Go Eevee. So <laughs> I will balance that out by getting Let's Go Pikachu. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't know because um, my wife actually has her own Nintendo Switch as well. So I don't know if she's going to get one of the games. So whichever version she gets, I'll get the other. Um, I kind of hope she picks Pikachu so I can pick Eevee because I want that <laughs> one version. But either way, um, but if we only get one version, like if she doesn't want her own game and we'll just do co-op, then I'll get the Eevee version. Nice. We're perfectly balanced on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, because like you said, I'll be getting Eevee because. When it first came out, my wife was like, yeah, we're getting Eevee. I was like, that's fine by me, because you know my stand on Pikachu. <laughs> You're totally reasonable, level-headed, perfectly normal hatred for Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pika. <laughs> Unless it's wearing a Lucha Libre costume, in which case I'm okay with it. <laughs> well, don't worry. I've got Pikachu covered, everyone. Me and Liz will hold down the Pikachu fort. <laughs> the world is perfectly balanced with half Pikachu and half Eevee. Thanos would yes. be happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until they have to evolve. And then I can take, <laughs> I'll take Raichu, and you can have a Lillian Raichu, and then the, the two of you have to fight over Eevee. So, so <laughs> meh. We'll stay balanced, and you two will, will uh, <laughs> never be able to fill the, the full void that is all the Eevee illusions. <laughs> it's okay. Jolteon's the best anyway, so. I'm shocked. Pun intended. That's about all the Pokemon news, unless you count the new Jurassic World game that's exactly like Pokemon Go. What? Yeah, uh, Jurassic World released a new game that's basically just like Pokemon Go. They beat Harry Potter to it? I think so. (laughs) Interesting. It even has stops that you spin. Wow. Wow. I just have seen AR pictures. I just thought it was like, put a dinosaur in the real world and take funny selfies. Oh, no, you can still oh. do that. Hmm, that's interesting. Wow, so a company finally just like just did it and went for it. Yeah, uh, you can explore uh, your Jurassic World, create hybrid creatures, battle your strike team, collect powerful dinosaurs, and then share your dinosaurs. Hmm. Yeah, there it is. It, Sharing it looks a lot like Pokemon Go. <laughs> Jurassic a, World a, a lot. lot. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say it's called Jurassic World a lot? Alive. Alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it sure is a lot. That's for real. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Well, I uh, look forward to hearing about that game. <laughs> <sighs> I'm probably going to download it and just see what it is now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't think there's any other news. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Unless unless there's stuff that Kyle and I didn't think of that you two can think of. Um, no. Um, no. I think. I so. so Prepare your larvitar candies, guys. Yes. Get ready. Clear yes. out your bag space. Get your evolutions out of the way. Three times catch XP. (laughs) (laughs) So I love how while this conference was going on, we're all distracted. We're all paying attention to it. Pokemon Mm -hmm. go and just goes, oh, hey, by the way, Alolan executors are out now. 
I know. I love the sort of like, wait a second, when did this happen? Sort of like reaction to uh, a yeah. Lolan executor. And then they like came out like shortly after they announced the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. They're like, oh, hey, by the way, we just released uh, a Lolan executors while y'all were paying attention. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's everything. interesting because. As it, it felt so random, but it was actually a part of their press conference when I was watching it. Like they actually announced, you know, as part of it. I was like, so it would have made much more sense to live stream that thing, so then everybody's following along and understands why they're doing it all. <laughs> like instead of just, it almost felt like they're interrupting the announcement, but it was actually part of it all. I don't, but, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it was very strange, but I'm happy they did it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of also, Pokemon stuff all at once. Also, don't forget your quests are. Uh, now going to produce a Articuno for this month, so yes. go get yourself an Articuno if you don't have I one gotta yet. Do that. I really got to do that. Yes, representing. There it is. Sure. <laughs> That's, Articuno is my last uh, Kanto Dex entry Ooh. that I need other than uh, Mr. Mime and Kangaskhan. Same here. So, Same here. Um, I am so, so excited to catch that Articuno. <laughs> awesome. I have like three days, I think three more days maybe. Yeah, mine's nice. Monday. Uh, so we'll forever be at 149 out of 151 for some time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. But uh, hey, we asked uh, we asked a question to our, oh, our yeah. wonderful followers. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we actually asked two questions because we got more. We you know we got the beta release after the conference. So our initial question was, "What was your favorite announcement from the 2018 video game conference?" And then we additionally asked, "What was your favorite reveal?" from the gold and silver beta. So some folks answered both, some answered just one, and that's totally cool. Yes. Um, do you want red or do you want blue? I'll do blue. Okay, so which means I have to go first. <laughs> All right. Uh, Super Mecha Carry number 2A, and around those were two little flag emojis, at Harry Clan. Let's go, Eevee brings back fond memories of Gale of Darkness was pretty excited for the Pokeball Plus until I found out the price. you think it would have a bigger battery for $50. Of course, I'll still buy it, though. Also, I'm really interested to see how the transferring between Let's Go and Pokemon Go works. Maybe I can celebrate hitting level 40 with whatever that new Pokemon is that they teased. Well, we got a couple answers to that, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and that, that new Pokemon is... From my understanding, is going to be in a Switch game, right? But is that going to actually be in Pokemon Go as well? I wonder. It looked like it oh. because they were showing like the transferring between Switch to Go, and then there was a present. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So I take back my sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Shattered Sean at Snarky Sean said, "I'm interested in the Go connectivity and the Pokeball device as well." Alex Stormy Bob at the Stormy Bob. Uh, number one, finally, a way to transfer Pokemon from Go, something that was also in the code of Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And it's actually true. Uh, I think a while back, uh, I guess there was Pokemon in the bank. Like, they found the codes for, like, a Go symbol on them. Hmm. So. Hmm. And then number two, Beta Suicune looking like, no, I, I, I can't finish that sentence. <laughs> nope. Beta Suicune looking like Nina transfused with her dog from Full Metal Alchemist. Hmm. Womp, womp. No. If you don't know what that is, Go congratulations. Ahead. Your life is better for it. 
<laughs> um, Caleb at Dibs on the Gibbs said, though I'm still trying to build up more hype about Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, I'm really excited about Pokemon followers again. Um, and additionally, I'm low-key obsessed with Baby Paris. Same. Yes. Luke Early at Undead number nine. That trailer made me feel like I was 10 again. It looks like a lot of fun. I love me some Kanto remakes, and I'm interested to see how Pokemon Go will work with it. I'm fascinated. Will I end up buying a Switch just for these games? I plan on it. In the words <laughs> of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then he posted a gif of Obi-Wan saying, possibly. <laughs> and then he also said, I am obsessed with the new Pokemon we didn't get and the original designs that were changed. I love that Noctowl. The water starter definitely has Poplio vibes. The legendary beasts sure look like the ones we've seen in Pokemon Generations. Ah, so cool. Gimme. And that's yeah, something did, we didn't mention. Yeah, did uh, you guys see this? The comparison to the Pokemon Generations um, like pre-legendary beasts that turn into legendary beasts? I did see uh, a, a photo or someone kind of showing like, oh, the pre-evolutions, like maybe this is where they they came from, but it was just like kind of like a one-to-one image, right? Yeah. I didn't look a whole bunch into it, but it it was cool kind of seeing maybe where they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam says, the core game's being worked on for 2019, though all of it is exciting. Uh, and he says he is enjoying Pokemon Quest. And then with regards to the gold and silver beta leak, all he says is, Bayleaf much more dot 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 distinct <laughs> i know bay leafs are like beta bay leaf is uh being included in like cursed images <laughs> like memes but i kind of like it i think it's really funny it doesn't make any sense but i'm fascinated by what it was meant to be <laughs> all right eric v barry uh a tr- uh, little trucky symbol and then a little lightning <laughs> bolt at Trekkie before seven, I think the Switch game and integration with Pokemon Go is very exciting. Pokemon Go is really the only Pokemon game I've played regularly, so to see a game integrate different styles of play is smart of them. The beta, I love seeing how things change from the design perspective. Yeah, that makes sense. And then finally, common writer Jester Kai at Lasandro says, definitely Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, a foot in the door for Pokemon games on the Switch. And baby evolution for Meowth. It's so dang cute that I want it to be real. Agreed. Like, yes. not just real canon, but like real in my apartment existing <laughs> in real life because it's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, anything to add to this wonderful episode? I'm good. I want to say thanks for having me on. As yeah. much as I bug you guys on Twitter about just, you know, only <laughs> hashtag all caps hype about everything. Yeah, I tried not to yell it too many times, and uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. This was a blast. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for joining yeah, us, thank Liz. Thank you, guys. Liz and Hassan, where can people... Well, I'll, do, I'll, I'll, I'll go one at a time so that you guys aren't confused. <laughs> um, Liz, where can people find you online? Uh, online, I am on Twitter at Gokai Ranger, all one word, and uh, mostly YouTube, just Ranger Liz, two words. Every Friday, I do the Ranger Week in review, Toku Week in review. Do some, I do Power Ranger, Toku, throw some Pokemon in there too for some good measures. Cool, Austin. Where can people find you and all of your stuff online? I'm at YouTube.com/slash/The World of Ha, and then I'm at uh, on Twitter at uh, Hassan M with one twenty. 
So check me out. Um, do a little bit of Pokemon stuff with some unboxings of the cards. So if you're interested in that. Cool. Great. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we got. So uh, yeah. thanks, everyone. For Is there something else, Kyle? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for joining us and our friends on another adventure along the Victory Road. For information on episodes and contests or to give feedback on the show, be sure to find our podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. And if there's something in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about or our super hashtag hype about... Uh, and you'd like to appear on the podcast, let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to... I didn't think of something. Uh, I don't know. Geek out over more beta stuff. (laughs) See you later. Check out www.4rideradio.com.